Pickaxe. Hello, welcome back to High Rollers for a mini-series set three years after our previous campaign, Lightfall. The first episode took place in LA a little while back, but we'll be doing a recap which will include our character intros if you're not familiar with the series. This series is partnered with Wizards of the Coast and takes place in the brand new campaign module, The Descent, taking us into Avernus, the first level of the Nine Hells, to rescue an old friend under the command of Asmodeus. So let's continue our adventure in the River Styx as we face off against a giant Dracolich. It has been three years for the heroes of Iraq. Three years since they defeated Korak the Worm King, stopped Princess Felania, the cloud giant ruler, and her plot to destroy the city of Talisval. Three years since they slew the vampire lord Karen Blackhearth and freed the city of Greybell. Mm-hmm. But for one of their old companions, a drow called Trelamar Aleth, it has been countless lifetimes. After selling his soul to Asmodeus, Lord of the Hells, he has been transported away. And on the anniversary of his sacrifice, a mysterious stranger arrived in Champion's Hold in Talisval, asking for each of you by name. Upon arrival, you met with this strange woman, a tiefling from a world called Toril and a place called Baldur's Gate. This woman revealed herself to be called Selvira an expert in demonology and devil uh, lore. And she revealed that she knew of Trelemar's sacrifice and had learnt about his contract after discovering his mask, an artifact called the Shroud of Eyes that he carried during his adventures. Through that, she learnt of all of you and of his contract. In her world, Asmodeus rose to godhood, and as such, the contracts were passed out to his lieutenants. Trelemar's contract was one of these. And so, Selvira came to your world, travelling across multiverses, to inform you of this and to give you a chance to go and save his soul. With her, she brought a strange cleric of the Raven Queen called Alzra, the Voidwalker, uh, who has dedicated herself to assisting you in this quest um, and to seeing the, the, the evils of Asmodeus undone. Silvira warned you that a fiendish plot was taking place in her world and that that was somehow connected to Trelemar's contract and that if you could save him, you might have an opportunity to help with a greater problem that affects their world. For many of you, it's been three years and you have changed. Some of you have grown. Some of you have lived a life of peace. Now is the chance to tell us about who you're playing and some of the changes that you might have undergone is you are now level 15. Yeah. As we go into a very high level adventure. So let's start with Tom Hazel. Okay. Uh, I am playing Reynard Ferrohorn. He is a human ranger uh, who, when he joined the party, was very boisterous and very uh, inexperienced, I think is probably the best word. He lied and said that he had all these amazing talents that, well, he did have talent, but he didn't have the experience to back it up, really. Um, in the three years uh, since Lightfall ended, um, he has taken up the role of steward of Greybell, uh, which has given him leadership mm-hmm. ability uh, and has actually been ruling it quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, a beloved ruler. A beloved ruler, which has granted him the armor of Ashford, which he wears now, uh, as well as the uh, Black Half Blade. Oh, yeah, um, sorry, I called it something else. But yeah. yeah, the uh, Black Half Blade, which 
is only given to just rulers of Greyvale. Uh, but in the three years, he has now grown a mighty moustache, where <laughs> before he had a very feeble or miserable one. <laughs> um, Most important change. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's a human ranger, so he uses a crossbow. And he's very, very cool. <laughs> he's Thanks, great. Yeah. Now. Now. Now Aww. he's very cool. Very noble. Katie, who are you playing? Uh, I'm playing uh, Alora Galanadel. She is a little moon elf. She is a druid, a circle of the moon druid. Um, she sort of previously was very sort of, um, she didn't really know how to lead, but she is, um, she was a princess of the moon spire. So elven spires, there's lots of different spires. And her sort of quest was to to learn how to be a leader and to reunite the elven people because um, the spires were lost in the wilderness. So since the Lightfall campaign happened, she has been basically doing that, leading her spire. She's taken over the leadership from her parents and she's leading with her new husband, Nalistri, from the Winter Spire. So they're just reuniting the elven people now. As part of that process, your moonbow, this kind of artifact yes. of your family, the elven spires have each added their own enchantments to it and improved it and made it more powerful. So the moonbow well. is, is more powerful than before um, and does nice radiant damage. And yeah, she's now uh, just a little bit more regal, a little bit more confident in herself. And she wears like sort of frosty kind of crystal flowers in her hair to sort of symbolize her relationship with Lily Street as well. Nice. Cam Buckland, Chris Trot. Cam Buckland is the best player and character of this, of all of Iraq. Sure, thanks. That's canon. Get to the thing. Sure. He is <laughs> a simple human traveller. He was born in a wood, raised as an orphan, brought in by a family called the Bucklands, and they travelled around as entertainers and mystics and like basically a little mini circus. And he was a very adept cleric of Avandra. He also had a special ability that Mark gave me, thanks to the world. It was, like, it was called Lightborn. Like me, you were a Lightborn. I had a variant race. very potent ability to make my hair glow like Rapunzel um, and come back from the dead once. However, I lost that, sacrificing it to raise from the dead my beloved Morella in the Greybell area that uh, Mark mentioned previously. And I'm now married and settled down. I've become full dad. More important, you are a dad. You found uh-huh. another orphan boy in the plain of Arborea. It's a beautiful cycle. So I found another child, brought him in as our own adopted, and I've been a dad, raised a healthy dad bod in the past <laughs> few years. Grown a gut, grown a grown big a full beard. So I've been dinging my levels outward. <laughs> nice. Perfect. <laughs> uh, tell us about Alzra. Rhiannon. A little bit about Alzra and then we'll come to Juto last as we introduce her into the events. So Alzra is from the realm of Arn in Baldur's Gate. Uh, Her and her sister and her family are raised in a small town uh, called Perskal and uh, during her childhood they were kidnapped uh, by the Shadow Thieves and made to fight for entertainment in uh, Eshperta. Um, After many years learning how to fight, learning how to combat uh, her and her sister got into a confrontation and Alzra ended up killing her own sister. Um, oh, after which... Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> deep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because I know 
you it's as the a most like, sunny, happy yeah. person, and then edgelord yeah. extreme. Yeah, edgelord. Really? Wow. <laughs> so good. Um, and after, after her sister's death, uh, Alzora became overwhelmed with grief and sadness. And in that, she sought solace in uh, the Raven Queen and became a cleric of the Raven Queen, um, who heard her sorrow, heard her sadness, and... Uh, granted her these powers, uh, the grave cleric, no, deaf domain cleric powers. Become a champion of the Raven Queen. Yeah, and uh, has given her the opportunity to free herself from Eshberta, travelling around Arm, uh, helping families say goodbye to their loved ones, helping them travel to the afterlife. And then she ended up around this ragtag bunch of <laughs> yeah. wonderful adventures. So I think, so the, the way it happened, well, we talked about, about this mm-hmm. in our previous episode. We did do an episode at D&D Live, which kind of goes into a lot more, but you were actually sent by the Raven Queen yeah. who gave you this mission to assist these people because she knows that it connects to a greater plot yeah. of Asmodeus, who is somebody that she opposes, that, you know, is a, is a you know evil devil god, basically, and, and knows that your assistance will be beneficial to these people who are aiming to do otherwise. Juto. Kim Richards, tell us a little bit about Juto. Where do we start? So Juto was orphaned as a child by um, the armies of Korak, who was the previous Worm King. Um, she was so basically the troops killed her parents and her village. She was then enslaved by Korak and spent many years in servitude, horrible servitude, until she escaped. Um, and she always had her quest was to avenge the death of her parents and um, the slavery of tiefling kind. Um, she met this ragtag bunch, well, not you to start with, but um, yeah, and um, in, she was always very brash and hot-headed and angry, and that very early on resulted in her death, rather foolishly, um, in the stupidest fight ever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Cam, Elora, and Trell and Falk um, fought to bring her back um, and when they did she swore a blood oath to all of them and I, I think that would include Reynard now as well given oh. Reynard's actions Wait, you renewed um, it yeah I just <laughs> come hand again yeah. pressed on your face cool um, and since then I, I guess she grew up a little bit she came when she came back she was physically um, younger younger but actually still the same age mm-hmm. um, and then yeah eventually at the end of the campaign we managed to overthrow Korak and kill him mm-hmm. um, and install Adric who is his twin brother um, as the new Worm King of Brasaris and declare Tieflingkind free. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the past three years, she's been working as uh, the Tiefling ambassador in um, Adric's court, um, helping with the kind of matters of freeing Tieflings and reintroducing them into society, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and uh, she does have a partner, someone she kept very secret from everyone all the way mm-hmm. to the end, um, a Tiefling girl called Yuan Yang. Um, uh, who is also part of the court mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah. And I'd say that she's probably... She's done a lot of growing up, I yeah. think. She's still got baby face. She's found a lot of inner peace. Yeah. Especially working with her master, Guan Yin, who mm-hmm. is from the elemental plane... Uh, from the, the plane of Arborea, and has found a lot of inner peace. You were bestowed with a new gift by the people of Brasaris. Oh, my gosh. When Mark texted me this, it was the best text ever. Uh, she now has a Guandao called the Chainbreaker... Which is a Guandao forged in the private furnaces of the Worm King from the shattered remains of the traitor Korax battle axes and armor. Jesus. <laughs> Blessed by the priests of Bahamut and infused with elemental power, it now serves as a symbol of peace between the tieflings and dragon born of Brasaris. 
And it's so cool, oh. you guys. Oh, oh, so you were blessed by this, and we we start with you two. You've received word from Adric that, uh, and you know that there that a visitor has arrived in Talisval requesting to speak with yourself, with Cam, Elora, and Reynard. Um, and the day of your leaving, uh, Adric, uh, now Worm King in his golden armor, and his wife Amaryllith, a silver dragon who often takes humanoid form, uh, they come to meet you. Uh, and they, and Yuan Yang is there as well. Having said your goodbyes to her already, knowing that you're about to go on this journey. Um, and Adric kind of stands really good before you in a private chamber. No, no servants or assistants, just you and your close allies. Ah, Juto, I am concerned for this, what you have told me of this woman who knows something of Trelamar, but I know that he was very dear to all of us. If this is something you wish to do, then you have my blessing, and I wish you the best of luck in these adventures. I only wish that myself or Amarillith could travel with you, but our duty is here. Yes, you have rather a lot of business to deal with. I, I don't think the kingdom would be happy with you taking a break from that. Swinging a sword would be nice for a change, but you're right. There is something. I've been hearing of Mr. Buckland's actions. Yeah. He sold a lot of his relics. I'm not entirely sure why. I, I'd I. like He to... could have asked for money. Exactly. I mean, I would have happily bestowed coin to him. We have a gift for him, if you wouldn't mind taking it to him. Of course. And he presents you with a set of red dragon scale leather. Spending a rowing machine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he presents you this, this set of armor. Um... And Amaryllith, who is... You know she's pregnant, but in her humanoid form she wouldn't really show it. So she just looks how she normally does. Um, but she kind of comes over and like kisses you on the cheeks and just is like, please be safe. Go with the blessing of Bahamut. I don't know what this will involve, but I imagine it will not be easy. Trelmar's soul, he sold it to Asmodeus. No good can come of that. But... We must see him returned. Exactly. I would be lying if I said I wasn't nervous. I am. But I made a blood oath. And Trelamar needs, needs to be saved. Good. Yes. Go with our blessing. Thank you. The airship is waiting to take you to Thomas Vall when you are ready. Good luck, my friend. You just... I shake his hand. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, pick up my guandao. Mm -hmm. It feels strange using this again. I have no doubt you will have great need of it. Yes. And then I'll go to Yuan Yang mm -hmm. and I'll say, I will stay as safe as I can. You better. You know what will happen if you don't. I will come to that wherever you are, whatever hell you find yourself in, and drag you back. <laughs> I must admit, that is an amusing thought. It won't be amusing when I come for you. You won't be laughing, I promise you. Okay, old man. Good. I'll be back soon. She gives you a kiss, and you make your way off. When you arrive in Talisval, it must only be a few days after the others had been there. Uh, you travelled quickly, swiftly. You find, waiting for you, another tiefling, uh, dressed very differently. Uh, she 
rubs her horns as you enter. She's reading something. Ah, you must be the one called Juto. I've seen your visage. My name is Selvira. Your companions have already made their journey, so I wish to be quick. I'm not sure what trouble they may already find themselves in. My name is Silvira Sikas. I am a studier of the hells and infernals. I come from another world. Does this surprise you? Not particularly. We met many strange and wonderful beings from different realms on our journeys. Good. Good, it shouldn't, because the things you are about to see will be far stranger than me. I will tell you what I told them. I discovered your friend Trelemar. A mask was left behind at the scene of a crime. A knight was bringing something to me. Uh, a puzzle box. Engraved with infernal scripts and writing. She was cut down by a creature called a Hell Knight. They are mortals that have made bargains with devils and become twisted and infused with infernal magic. Whatever creature this was, it dropped this broken mask. Well, when I received the box, I also received the mask, and after investigating it, I saw visions of you and your companions on this Trelemar. And I believe that that Hell Knight was him. I believe it was him. Perhaps a vestige of his humanity had forced him to drop this clue, perhaps a breadcrumb trail to follow. Now I'm afraid that I do not know what has happened to him since, but I do know that he originally made his deal with Asmodeus. Now in my world, a place called Toril, hundreds of years ago, Asmodeus rose to godhood. He slew another god and took his place. And as doing so, all of his contracts fell to his lieutenants, other archdevils, powerful allies, one of them now holds your friend's soul. I do not know which, but I am investigating it. I will find it as soon as I can. But your friends have already gone ahead. They travel through across the river Styx, deep into the first layer of hell, Avernus. It is a scarred battleground where the blood war rages stronger and harder than anywhere else. Demons and devils clash in giant war machines. And ancient cities and bastions of twisted metal hold thousands of devils, slaves, mortal souls. It is no picnic. It will be dangerous. But if you can rescue your friend's soul, I believe that you will be doing more than just saving him. Something is afoot. Some plan involving this puzzle box. A mystery I'm yet to solve. But if you can stop him... I think that you will be a great ally in whatever is to come. A question. Of course. If one of us was to fall in battle in mm. the hells, what would happen? What happens when you fall anywhere? Your soul will depart. But you may find that in the hells, the archdevils are very quick to try and persuade fallen souls. They will try to make deals. Be wary. It may offer you a chance of salvation, but at what price? That is only for you to decide. Mm. But if you die, there is no saving you. The, dev the devils and the demons themselves, if you slay them on their home plane, they'll just reform somewhere else. But you, 
I cannot guarantee the safety of your soul. I am not entirely sure I have a second chance left. Well, then I must ask you to weigh how much this friend is worth. I believe I saw in his memories that he risked considerable pain and his own life to save yours. I am here, am I not? I have already made my answer. Very good. I've given a gift to your friends which will allow me to send you directly to them, wherever they are. This is a one-stop trip. You and your friends will need to find your own way home. Fair. Very well. She holds up a hand. She begins casting a ritual and you see a large spherical sphere. Uh, spherical sphere. <laughs> a large spherical shape open up that begins to tear and rip and pull apart the very fabrics of reality. Meanwhile... For the rest of you, Hello. you Hello. followed Selvira's portal and you arrived in a city called Baldur's Gate, a strange place to many of you, this being not your world anymore. From yeah, there, you were instructed to head to... There weren't cats. Yeah, weird. <laughs> uh, you were instructed to head to a place called the Temple of Kelimvor, where a secret gateway to a demiplane that connects to the River Styx existed. Through Cam, you discovered that a Cambian... Uh, a fiend has had disguised itself as a member of the city watch and was trying to influence the priests. It was trying to interrogate them. You stopped the devil, you convinced it to leave, um, and through that gained access to the temple. From there, you journeyed deep into its crypts where a door was unlocked and a great portal led through into a demiplane, a grey mist-like existence where a stone valley and not much else seemed to appear around you and as you followed it it led you down to the banks of a great green river the waters swirling <coughs> with spirits and undead green polluted liquid lapping up onto the shores and across the valley a great draconic skeleton had been uh, erected but as you draw closer the dragon skeleton animated and none shall trespass here. And I believe we rolled initiative. I believe we did. But I didn't write it down, so roll it again. Okay. Okay. Um, Thank God. Also, I did a inspiring leader uh, in you the did. first one. Everyone should have, everyone bar Juto should have um, 20 temp HP as well. Twenty temp. I wrote inspiring instead of initiative because you were talking. Whoopsie. I got a natural 20. Yeah, that includes you, Juto, as well. So. Well, I got a natural 20, so it's 25. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Sorry. Well, I got the extra 20. What's your 93? You looking at hit points? Yeah. Oh. Um, Damn. What a time I can't remember. Do I have advantage on... Not, no. Not that anymore. was a different thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cam <laughs> and Alzra. Alzra. Elora. No, uh, 16. Reynard. 16, but better. Juto. <laughs> <laughs> 25. It begins. Cam. 19. 19. Alzra. That one. Four. Four in total. Yeah, it doesn't bonus. Juto, um, you're not going to be in this round. You're going to come Good. in to save Thank the you. day. Uh, so. Can you kill it? The river sticks. Out? It wails. As the, the, the ripples through the river sticks itself pass, you occasionally hear these ah, ooh, as the soul passes along. Delightful. But 
<laughs> the noise that first comes to hand is the great bone claw grips around a broken column. As this dragon, the Dracolich, begins pulling itself free. Reynard, you are the first to react. Whoa, another dragon. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, how do we kill one that's already dead? Uh... Do I know anything about dragons? I don't think I do. Dead um, does it does it look like it has any big glowing red weak spots? Like a game. No. I want to shoot it in its weak spot. You know that that's not going to fly. Uh, Sid, I don't know if we can get the mini cam up. Yeah. I've got a cool map, Sid. There's a map. If it um, needs to move, I can move it. Okay, well. He's trying. Oh. I was trying it. Right. Feedback. Have we frozen? I think it probably yeah, um, across. The camera killed. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back in a second. Our camera just destroyed our streaming software. But As you can it is still hear us. So they can fine. still hear us. Uh, we'll just carry on. Okay, so first up, I will do a Hunter's Mark for okay. a bonus action. Um, and then I guess. Uh, I'll back up as much I can. I don't know how much room I have to move. Well, I mean, you can see it. They can't, but we can. Oh yeah, there is actually a map. Okay. Uh, I won't back up. Whoa, this map looks so good. I'll go It's in like the coolest, the best map. 15, 20, 25. So I'm sort of going onto that little... I guess, yeah, and as you there? step out into this rocky outcropping, you glance down and you can see haunted faces of Aww. dead souls swimming past in this this river of, of green and black. Ooh. Okay, I don't want to go in that. Um, so yeah, Hunter's Mark the Dracolich, and I will guess shoot it twice. Okay. Um, but, uh, sharpshooter. You're going to sharpshoot it? Yeah, both of them. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> um, it's minus five a sharpshooter, isn't it? Yes. Uh, there we go. 12 minus five. Seven plus nine, so sixteen. Sixteen is not enough. It bounces off one of the uh, dragons. What was that noise? Large. <laughs> it's uh, kind of got like a horned head with this large kind of protruding horn. God damn. Okay, yeah, both missed. <laughs> both missed. Yeah, the other one was lower. <laughs> the bolts just go flying wide. Your pitiful weapons are nothing. Wow. It's Wilhelm. Elora. Um. Okay. Uh. I am also going to try and shoot with the moonbow. So you pull the moonbow twice. Yep. So one of the feats of the moonbow is you can make two attacks. Oh my god! It begins. (laughs) (laughs) So that is a low roll. So the highest is on nineteen. Nineteen does hit. Oh, so there we go. Hey, I hit. (laughs) Come on. Um, Remember us being enemies. So. We are no bitch. Um, <laughs> two, so six, seven. So seven radiant damage and eight piercing damage. So 15 damage total. Mm. So that the arrow, this kind of blazing arrow of light, because the Moonbow doesn't use regular ammunition, you kind of pull it back, fire it, it blasts against the Dracolich's body <laughs> as it erupts across its face. Uh, reflecting. Would you like to move or bonus action? Mm, no, just, just gonna just gonna chill here. Scoot back a just tiny bit. Chill here. Cam Buckland. I'm itching my armpit and finishing off the wine. Okay. I put it in. <laughs> Can you not? <laughs> and I'm just gonna cast spiritual weapon 
um, within 30, 60 feet. I forgot you have that. I have miniatures for it and I don't have them. <laughs> oh. Classic old user dice. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Oh, so it's almost. You can put it there and then it's next to it. Spiritual weapon right in front of it. In which case I can attack with it. It looks like a Gwandao. Okay. Nice. nice. About that. The old one. Um, and I'm going to attack with it, if that's okay. I mean, yes. Thank yeah, you. He's asked my permission. Five. <laughs> Plus. Oh, boy. Plus ten. Fifteen. That is not enough. Dracovich roars back as the one else swipes through there. You are rolling Just like, like garbage. Wobbly. <laughs> in front of him. As always. Um, cool. I stink, by the way. That was Can a bonus I... action, by the way, to cast Spiritual Weapon. You still have an action. I can just use an action to stay. I'm just gonna drink wine. Mm. Yeah, that my action would be to very calm really? the wine away. Well, that's what he's doing. Nice. <laughs> the Dracolich takes to the air somehow with these bony flesh coloured wings. Oh, he got close to me. Oh no. Oh well, he's sort of going back and forth. Yeah, he wants to go away from me. <laughs> It lands in amongst all of you and lets out this bellowing roar. I need everybody, everybody, to make wisdom saving throws. Oh. The Bone Squad does not need to make wisdom saving throws. Of course, Bone Squad! Alzra's full Oh, 28! No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> I rolled an 18 and I have a plus 10 for plus wisdom. Plus 10 wisdom saving nice. Very wise, Tom. Okay. 28. So, 28? Uh, 20. 20? 16. 16? 20. 20. Everybody, except Ken Buckland, you feel this wave of fear just wash over you. But you have faced things like this before. This thing is, has no fear for you. You have faced the Lady of Death itself. But Ken Buckland, you soil yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it has he been, smells bad It's been three years since you've been in this sort of mortal peril and it suddenly hits you. This thing terrifies you. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> um, it actually smells better after it trips off. Uh, it will then attempt to bite Cam Buckland and then claw Reynard and one of the Bone Squad. Oh, the Bones! So, Cam Buckland, that is a 27 to hit you. Yeah. You take 23 points of damage, 18 of which piercing, 5 of lightning. Um, as it pierces down, lightning kind of crackles down its jaw. As you can see, like bits of blue hide still attached to it. Uh, Reynard, cool, cool, twenty cool. to hit. Oh god! Okay. Fourteen slashing damage. Okay. Bone Squad, nineteen to hit. Oh, I just hit. Eight, uh, Fourteen points of slashing. Damage. Oh, one of them's dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, we'll put him down point. because you can technically reanimate. Yeah. Them, so. Uh, you just watch as he just tears one down. Shatters the bone. Country undead are nothing. Sounds like a Zyla. His voice is going to get really sore <laughs> really quick. No, it's fine. My voice will be Spooky, fine. Spooky, scary nice. skeletons. Alpha. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to cast Blight on this dude. Okay. Uh, fourth level. Nice. Now, interestingly, I read, I was reading Alzra's character sheet. You have a thing which means necrotic damage. If it has resistance, it doesn't apply. Normally, this thing's resistant really? to necrotic damage. Wow. Alzra's necrotic power is so strong that even this undead creature cannot resist the power. Like, wow. she's well, that's black light. Perfect for where we are. Yeah. 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 So your con save Lucky is 17. Well. Con save of 17. Okay. 
That is a 15. Way! So 8d8 damage, please. Oh, roll it. Jeez. 8, love 9, light. 10, 11, wow. 12, 13, 14 for the first four. <laughs> no, you, you got two sevens. Maybe. 19. Did I? 19? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't read. You got 14. Uh, you got 20 that's... there, dude. You rolled a two sevens, a five, and a one. That's yeah. 20 damage. Oh, 20. <laughs> I can't seven read. As well. plus seven, eight, nine. Oh, God, I can't count. 17, so... So, 37. 37 damage. damage. It's quite late. We are playing very late here. <laughs> so, yeah. 37. Eight, 40. The previous one. It's bedtime. It's my bedtime, oh, it's my bedtime normally. I would have been so you watch as this black right. lightning crackles up and down the creature's body. <laughs> as it roars in defiance at you. Would you like to move? Uh, I might move back a tad. I thought she was reversing. Let's go here. Okay. Yar. Yep. And then as a bonus section, do you want to come on the bone squad? I'm going to come on the bone squad to also move back with me. Bone Form squad. the bone shield. Form the bone squad shield. Let's go. Bone Laura, bones. two creepy skeletons kind of start surrounding you. <laughs> Silently, just like, hi, friends. So you've got two okay. archer skeletons and two shield skeletons, haven't you? Two swords, two archers, yeah. Yeah. At the end of Alzra's turn, I'm going to use its legendary action. Ooh, uh, its wings yeah. start <laughs> beating dramatically. I need Cam and Reynard. Uh, to make strength, uh, dexterity saving throws, please. Oh, next to the pool of souls. That's what it's called, right? 17. 17? The pool of souls. Dexterity saving throw for Reynard. I thought it was strength. Uh, nope. Preferred dexterity. 11! 11. 11. Uh, you both take 14 bludgeoning damage. Oh, man. And you are not prone. Oh, man. Oh, that's fine. You're not in the river. I'm not launched, am I? Nope. And then this Okay, game. good. <laughs> Hello. Oh, it lands behind oh. everybody. Did you think you could flee? Darkness will always find you. (laughs) Top of the round, a glowing portal appears in the air. And coming flying through it, you see a very familiar, very welcome tiefling in red robes, Gwandao in hand. Do you want to pass me mini? We don't have your proper mini because we don't know where it's gone. I know where it is. It's just not. Where do you want to land? On it. Can I almost like land on it? Like, I just come through already, flying through, like, sure. to get ready to attack. Sure. So you land on top of the creature. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I guess I'm just going to go for a straight-up chain breaker, like a Guandao hit. Yep. Are you on a flurry? Um, yeah, do you know what? I'll do the full attack, extra attack, and flurry. Yep, so four attacks. Yeah. Oh, first attack is a 14. Yes. Mm. So you strike, but the strike goes wide as you're flying through the air. Wow! <laughs> 16! Miss. Strikes the bone, but doesn't quite have enough force to penetrate and go through. You've got two more One cool moment. You're one cool moment in the whole thing. <laughs> hey! 15 plus 20, 25. That's a hit. And that's with my fist. Yes, because it's unarmed strike. So that's a 7. They do count as match. Oh. Uh, that's Nine a 19. Plus. Hits just. So you feel like this bone that you've kind of weakened with one strike, you slam down again and hear it snap. Nine. Nine Points of damage. (laughs) How irritating. At the end of your turn, it's going to whip its tail up and try and strike you. No, bring it up. 27. Yeah, that'll do. Uh, 16 points of bludgeoning damage. It slams into the back of you. 
But it does as, it to itself as well, right? No. That. <laughs> uh, Reynard. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to stand up. Obviously. 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 Uh, oh, Do you fall in? Together. No. No, stand up. <laughs> Five. Can I jump over to this? Sure. Make a. It's a five foot gap. Just okay. roll an athletics check for me. Okay. No? I'll just. I'll just. I'll just run round. Um, like look at it, and you're like, mm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to fail it. That's why I'm not doing it. Um, I want to cast uh, ensnaring strike. Yep. To empower uh, Wilhelm with thorny vines. Thorny vines, and then I will shoot twice, and I've got Hunter's Mark on it still. So, eighteen plus. So no sharpshooting no you sharp get with shooter. that one. Um, so 12 was one, 18 plus 11 was... No, just, 13. Just tell me the two attacks finals. Ah, ah, 16 and a million. 16 misses, higher one hits. 31 <laughs> hits. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to 1d8. It's been a while since we played these characters. A d6 so. for Thunder and a d6 for Hunter's Mark. And in Staring Strike. And in Staring Strike, so 3, 7, 13... Plus six, 19 damage on that one shot. 19. And for ensnaring strike, they need to make a strength save. 18. Alright. Is it fine? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so these little vines kind of grow out from the crossbow bolt, yeah. but it just flexes one wing and it just bursts. Yeah, he just uses that as a new piece of armor. It's got a lot of bone men in its way. So at the end of your turn, Reynard, it beats its wings again. Juto, can you, in fact, Juto, Elora, Alzra, and the Bone Squad, can you all make dexterity saving throws for me, please? Oh, damn. Hold on tight, Bone Squad, here we go. <laughs> 11. <laughs> That's if you make the saving throw. 15. 23. 23. 15. 11. 11. Bone Boys. Bone boys. Uh, one. 17, 18, 19, 20 for one. Okay. Well, that's cocked. <laughs> Super cocked. 8, 9, 10, 11 for another one. Okay. And that 20, 23 for another one. So one bone squad and Juto, as this thing's beating its wings, Juto, you manage to just hold on to its body as you're being knocked around. Everybody else, so Elora, Alzra, and two of the bone squad, you guys are knocked prone and you will take 14 points of damage. Woo-hoo! I believe that the Bone Squad... That... Bone Squad are done. They're toast. <laughs> no, one, 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 one stop. What, this guy is like, ha ha! Bone boy! <laughs> All those bones from them, do they Just... like fly in my direction? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Oh, I love these guys. It's, it's legendary actions for this turn. Uh, that was at the end of Reynard's. Uh, Elora. Uh, so I will stand up. I realised yeah. I could shoot it when it hit me. Um, I want to go... You go... Oh, sorry, it should have been you. Yeah, sorry. Wait, is it? Cause... Yeah, it's fine. You go, and then we'll have Cam go after this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, my... Fuck my, it. I mean, you're go... frightened by it anyway. Yeah, I shot myself. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cannon. Can I... DM rules. <laughs> I was Jesus. gonna do an AoE type spell, but Juto's on it now, so I'm not gonna. I'm gonna just shoot it twice. Okay, go for it. Um, because lol. Thirteen. Uh, I don't. Know, what is it to hit with this? Actually, it's on it the actions. Is it? Yeah. Plus eleven. Yeah. No. So twenty-eight. Okay. And yep, yeah, they'll both yeah, hit. Yep, yeah, they both hit. They both hit. So two more. <laughs> Blasts of light from the bow. So radiant damage, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 
10, 11, 12, 13, 15 radiant damage, and then uh, 7, 8, 19 piercing! So that is a total of 34 for both attacks. So we go to one. She's doing things with. So again, you watch as these blasts of light are kind of, you know, blowing parts of its bones off of this Draculich, but it does. It still roars and fights ferociously. Uh, Ken Buckley, can I whisper something to you? Yeah, because I don't want the pie to know. Yeah. Come around. <laughs> Just how much he shit himself. <laughs> smells so bad. How much shit is in my pants? Probably should <laughs> unplug your mic if you can. I have. <laughs> Secret. Secret I'm not listening, I'm not listening. La 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 and I just look proud. Yeah, I look super proud and <laughs> point at the Draculets or something. And cut through it. Do you do anything? No, I'm just... You just that. Okay, yeah. So I am no longer fearful quietly. of this. Yep. It's the dupe, isn't it? <laughs> what? Yeah. Don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Sure. Um, oh, I didn't move it when it did its wings, but that's fine. It will just move now. No! The dragon is flying. Doesn't like being hit by this glowy bow. Glow bow. So can it? you can make an attack of opportunity against this thing, but you do have disadvantage. I will do it. Because you are prom. I am prom, I shall. What are you attacking with? Your sword? My sword, please. Your giant off katana. Nine life stealer longsword! Yes, mama. That's a four. It's with disadvantage as well, so just in case you get lower than four. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I failed! You got swing. It's <laughs> already flying up through the air as it swings past. <laughs> the dragon lands. Pretty little elf, put away your little needle. It's going to bite you and try and claw you twice. Uh, 17 to hit. Just. You take 18 plus 5, you take 23 points of damage. It's first claw, 29 to hit, 14 damage. Second claw is a 21, 14 more damage. Oh man. <sighs> Laura's going down! Wow. Nah. What? This, it, like the bow has been blasting away at it and it hates it. Um, yep. It does not seem to like it at all. Alzra. Uh, I'm torn so hard between things. I have so many things I can do. It's kind of why, like, yeah, I thought we'd kick things off of the combat. It's great. And get back into the swing of it. things. Technically, this is only a medium encounter. Oh, really? This is, yeah. Gee, well, yeah. You guys are level 15. Yeah, there's a lot of us as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, well, right now you're like four level 15s, because I don't know what Cam's doing, but like... <laughs> so it's probably like a hard encounter at this point. <laughs> Look at his yeah, fucking genuinely. grin. Look, he's like... <laughs> Uh, can you make a can you make a saving throw? Actually, Cam, you would have had a saving throw at the end of your turn. Yes. Wisdom saving throw. Sure. That's a two. Plus. You're rolling so bad. Fuck. Ten. Twelve. Twelve. You are still terrified. <laughs> but clearly you're not because you're standing so proud. <laughs> <laughs> Holding it in nicely. 
I am going to. Yes. Mm. I'm gonna hold up my lantern and I'm gonna turn on dead. Wow. You're gonna turn on dead. Turn on dead. Uh. Okay. Remind me. <laughs> so you're gonna have to destroy because no. it's way too powerful. You need but. you need to make a wisdom saving throw DC 17. Wisdom yeah. saving throw. Uh huh. 21. God damn, okay. You hold up your lantern, invoking the symbol of the Raven Queen. Be gone, undead! (laughs) And it just... (laughs) No! (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Oh! Your little bitch of a goddess has no power. Swearing. Dude! (laughs) What the hell? Dude! In this day and age. Hey, (laughs) Dracolich? Like hey, it's, like, it's like 233, man. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, this is on you. <laughs> say he was a nice guy. The true. Uh, is that your action? That is my action. Stand up. Ooh. I, would, I would like to. I would like to stand up because I'm laying down. With my <laughs> Get lost. <laughs> laying down in like a nice pose like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you've got 15 feet of movement if you like you can get next to him yeah let's get right next to him let's get close cool Whee! nice uh, at the top of the round Juto um, I'm gonna uh, attack him with a guando attack extra attack and then I'm gonna step of the wind disengage and hop off so you can Wait, two, you two attacks and then I'll yep. go let me do the first thing first yep Natural 20! And a 25. Okay, so do the natural 20 first. Remember, you double the weapon dice, not the enchantment dice. I kind of have my hard rule on the enchantment. Okay, so it is 4 plus 7, so that's 11. Mm. Or so it's just double 4. Yeah, double 4, so 8. Plus 7, so 15. And then the. And then 1d6 of fire, 1d6 of cold. Uh, six damage in total, three of each. Okay, so another six. Um, and then... Uh, that's 21 from the first attack, and then the second attack is second just... Second attack hit as well. So D4, uh, yeah, D8 plus whatever. Six, uh, seven, eight, nine, thirteen. Thirteen, and then 2D6 from that as well. Oh, wow. For eight points, so four and four again. Wow. And the second one was such a good roll. Yeah. So you rolled... How much on the first one? Thirteen. Yeah... So it's 21 altogether for that attack. For that one as well. So it's 42 damage across both attacks. Mm. Cool. Oh. And then, and then um, Step of the Wind. Where you going to go? Um, yeah, can I jump off behind the Bone Bros? Yeah. I got yeah. 55. Yeah. No, you've got slow fall. You literally fly off. Yeah, you're I a, you're a cool monk. <laughs> you just sail through the air. Yeah. Easy. Cool. Got me. Cool. Uh, at the end of your go, it will tail attack Reynard. It's only a 16. Uh, no, it doesn't hit. Okay, so this time you actually bring the, you know, your armoured arm up. Yeah. You're knocked back. I'm also going to use a reaction to shoot it. Oh, I forgot you can do this. Yeah. So, um, three, no, nope. 14. Miss. Oh, no, sorry, 16. 16 still misses. Nah. But it's now your, it's Cam's go. I'm going to get the initiative order right this time. Cam, standing triumphantly, will... Raise his hands out and mass cure wounds, which is a 30 foot radius sphere centered on a point within 60 foot. Mm-hmm. So I think I can get everybody. You can get everyone, yeah. Every and, player character. Uh, yeah. This oh. is at sixth level, so it's 3d8. Wow! Plus Wizzy. 
We don't roll it. You may. He's got it. Please don't roll it on that tiny shelf. Please roll it in the tray. Or on that space that Rhiannon's pointing to. Just not on the tiny shelf. Please. Big tray. Big tray. What the fuck? That was good. Seven. Wisdom is five. Twelve. So twelve hit points, everybody. Oh, nice. Wow! Thank you, everyone. That's everybody. Yeah, Thank that's a you. whole five people. Yeah. So wait, twelve HP healed. Yep. Yep. Four people. Oh, that's more than you ever did in Nightfall. And can my spiritual weapon come in and attack? Sure. It's a bonus action, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank uh, you. You are still technically at disadvantage because you're still frightened. Yeah. Even though it's the weapon is attacking. I hate that shell. <laughs> it's so dumb. He rolls on the tiniest space. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's so like a much space. <laughs> he will roll. not. Like you could push your iPad further forward and still. Uh, Fifteen. Nope. The spiritual weapon sails through the air as the dracolich pulls its head back at the last second. It's like a sharp, sharp stone Rain dice, not. and you're throwing it at glass <laughs> screen. <laughs> I am. Um, it's gorilla glass, though, you know. I allegedly. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> Like, put away my crossbow, and in the same movement, pull out the Greybell sword. Black Earth oh, Blade. Yeah. Nice! I'm gonna freaking bring it down on him and do a destructive wave. Bring the pain train! Tell us what that does, Tom Hazel. So, I strike the ground, in this case I'm striking No, no, yeah, with. it's with the Black Earth Blade, you literally strike the ground and then... Okay, oh. I pin it into the ground, and a burst of divine energy ripples out from me. Jeez! Uh, oh, so cool. anything within range, I can choose what, hit, what it hits. So, so you hit. don't hit any of your allies? Um, and it has to do a constitution save. That is a con save, you said? Yeah. 17. <laughs> I believe it takes half damage. Half damage. Sweet, I do 5d6 uh, radiant damage. Is it 5d6? Yeah. Okay. Or at least I'm casting it at fifth level. Yeah, no, like... it is 5d6, yeah, yeah. It's normal. Crikey. Cool. Okay. Woof. Bam! Uh, 6, Damn. 6, 12, 13, 16, 17. 17 points? 17 radiant. Seven. <sighs> this wave erupts, kind of cascading the Draculich and like. <laughs> Well, I thought it was pretty cool. Axel him instead, then. <laughs> bonus action. Yeah, bonus action. Axel. Sure. Throw that out. Axel. Throw my. Uh... So, hang on. So, uh, hang on a second here. You put the crossbow away. That's Crossbow's for free. Away. Drawing it, you can't draw Axel at the same uh, time. Oh, well, can I not use a command word and it just flies out? You have to wield it. We, uh, you can't just uh, have it like Axel out of. You know what? No rule of cool. Fine, but in the future. Rule of cool. Because I, I do command it like when it's away from yeah, me as well, sure. so I guess... Well, just make an attack roll. Okie dokie, Mark! <laughs> it's rule of cool, of like, you hit the ground and then you just like, say the word and it flies out of the scabbard. Natural one? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> wow! Ear Laura. Ear Laura. You get it stuck in the sheath. <laughs> well, at the end of Reynard's turn, sorry, it is going to... Axel there, there we go. Where is real Ken? He is hiding in here. What, in the, <laughs> behind us, he can he can still hear you. You have he cover. Can, I'm sobbing. You have cover. Uh, his tail comes smashing down on the sarcophagus because he also knows where you are. He has uh, blind sense. Nineteen have, to hit. Do I have disadvantage on this save? It's not saving throw. I'm just about to hit you. Nineteen to hit you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You take fourteen <laughs> points of damage. 
16 points. Wait, I heal myself, don't I? You did. How much was it? 12. 12. So just take four more damage or whatever. You take 16 points. Yeah, it's done. Um, uh, can you make a concentration check for me as well for spiritual weapon? So constitution saving throw. Yes. 19 plus done. something else. Easy. Uh, <laughs> that was at the end of Reynolds' turn in now, Laura. I know. Okay. We should roll there. I would like to cast a Moonbeam on the Draculich. Yep. What level? Five. Five. So straight down. <laughs> So he needs to make a constitution save. Girl. Is it now or at the start of his turn? Um, at the start. Wait. When it enters the spells area for the first time, yeah, or, okay. its turn, we'll do it or its turn starts there. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it because it's its turn next anyway. Uh, was it constitution? Yes, please. Uh, 31. Yep, that'll pass. It's almost like it's very tough. Yeah, I'm almost. starting to get that. Almost. Spiritual weapons, not concentration. Um, oh, is it not? There you go. Thanks. The chat tell you uh, that. Yes. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Thought they did. Well remembered. It's been a while. It's been yeah. It has been a while. It's been a while since we've played D&D. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> You're such a... 27. <laughs> so half of 27. Uh, going to die. Would be 13. Yeah. So you can see now the creature's bones and body is... is falling apart. It, it sustained multiple big blows um, as this moonbeam cascades down upon it and it kind of <clears throat> No! I must guard the river who will not best me! And he is going to leave? I want to go away He's going to leave, right? He's leaving. He's gone. Awesome. He will. Nice. He will actually. Lee. Uh. Wait, he's, wait. Oh no. It's the boy. It's the oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Oh. So, you are going to get some attacks opportunity. Elora, Reynard, Alzra. Hmm? Uh, Elora, you're at disadvantage because it's a ranged weapon in melee. Um, Reynard, you had the sword, so it's with the black curth blade. Yeah. And yeah, Alzra, you get an attack opportunity. 23 with disadvantage. 28. Wait, do I? No, I don't have disadvantage. 28. 28, 23 hits. 22. Hits. Yes. Oh, wait, so I did, this does quite a bit, actually, doesn't it? Hmm. 28 plus 3. 5 radiant damage. Yep. And. 11 piercing damage. So 16 total. Nice. Uh, I did 12 to it. 12 points from Reynard. Black Earth Blade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eight damage. Eight damage. Can I do touch of death on that? Or not allowed? Do you want to? You want to spend channel divinity? So you watch as <laughs> as Alzer yeah. is the last one to hit it as it's kind of fleeing away. Laura blasts it at point blank range. Reynard, you strike at it with a black hearth blade, and then Alzra plunges this long Sephiroth style katana blade with these runes these uh is it nine i think yeah nine, of them. nine glowing runes uh three of which are filled colored like glowing as it plunges in so you do an extra 25 damage you do 30, 33 points of damage wow <laughs> nice nine life stealer what's the effect on a creature that has 100 less hit points oh uh it doesn't work on undead Dead. No, never mind then so, what? damn it and you just watch as around you 
these bones just crumble around you, falling to pieces. Bones. As it's destroyed. It's destroyed! Oh, it was just about to do a massive like line attack on all of us. It was about to do, which I completely forgot it had. This is me being a bad DM because I'm tired. Completely forgot it had lightning breath. Uh, wow, that would have sucked. 90 foot long, 5 foot wide line of lightning. DC 20 dexterity saving throw. On a fail, it deals 12 d10 lightning damage. What? Minimum of 66. What? Like That's its average is 66. That's mental. Which is was why he proved. <laughs> oh my god, Juto only has this many hit points yeah, in the group chat the, the other group day. Chat that made me poop myself oh no, a little bit. No, that's for other things. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's future Juto um, problems. Yeah. yeah. So you watch as this 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 Dracolich just crumbles around you. Um and as the bones hit the stone, some of them fall into the river, the bones just begin to fizzle and dissipate into dust. Cam stood there triumphantly, just like nodding at everyone. Well done, and then we'll brush himself off and slowly walk towards this sarcophagus over here. I mean, Alzra, Elora, Juto, and I think Reynard all have a perception enough to see amongst that broken sarcophagus. I have a perception sarcophagus. check of 20. Passive perception is 20. They see Cam, like, hiding behind this broken sarcophagus. He just, like, looks around and oh! <laughs> Something on the floor. He's <laughs> going to duck behind the rubble, and then and I'm going to get you, up. Real you pops up. Oh, Cam, you're very valiant, man. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You feel, you, the you, feel the heels? Feel the heels. Just, great. just, just a question. Have you pooped yourself? No, it's just. It smells really. It's <laughs> the smelly river. Yeah, the just river. the really smelly river. I think the trousers were stained before we got here. <clears throat> Juto and Laura's just, and Laura's <laughs> just gonna, gonna run at Juto and give her a massive hug. I'll return the hug back. Princess, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. I'm glad to see you. Do you see what's happened here? Uh, Cam is very overweight, <laughs> very bearded, disheveled. Woo! I'm going to come in for a huge hug. I think hug. he's drunk already, by the way. I smell like shit. <laughs> <laughs> and B.O. and wine. I will tolerate it. <clears throat> Mr. Human, I see <clears throat> fatherhood has made you very relaxed. I'm so chill. It's so good. But also... <laughs> You're doing that thing without thing? the fangs. Oh, smiling. Yeah. Oh, then I are doing the fangs. Yes, I believe it's I'm... It's a little scary. I'm happy to see you. And then I do a full, like, fang you smile. Are... Is she <laughs> possessed? I think she's possessed. Uh, Reynard. It's been... Can I... Can, can I... Hug you? I'll, uh, I'll offer a hand. Okay. That's what I was hoping for, yeah. And then I'll pull you in for a hug. Okay. Oh, she's going to kill me. <laughs> it has been a long time. It's been way too long. How are you as steward of Greybell? Yeah, steward. That's I knew it was steward when they offered it to me. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Um, it's <laughs> great. Actually, incredible. Uh, everyone's happy, I think. No one's, uh, you know, tried to assassinate me, so I must be doing something right. That's what rulers do, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No assassinations is always a good thing. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Out of interest, Alzra, what are you doing while they're having this lovely reunion? I'm just tending to my poor bone men. Just, <laughs> just, do you, do you oh. want to animate dead them back? I would, yeah, I'm going to animate got a third them. level spell slot. Yeah, I'll animate them back. And so, like, Juto, you look over and you just see this, like, all in black, like, dark armour, like, raven hair with skulls, this giant katana sword, just raise a hand and this black mist pours off of it. And then these bone men just... And then they 
silently stand next to me. <laughs> oh, welcome back. I'm sorry you fell. <laughs> um, oh, it's um, lovely to Tito, see you. This is Ausra. Hello. Wonderful to meet you. You are a powerful woman. So are you. I was very Let's impressed by your skills. Extend a hand. I'll give you a very awkward hand back. It's a thing I'm learning. <laughs> Me too. Oh, okay. So I'll it. just give the weirdest That's, handshake. You, this is the you, most awkward handshake. You can, you, can you, you can grab just, the hand. Grab this works. The skeleton then come up. Oh, please, meet oh, Nice to meet you. What is your name? This awkward is Conquest. Handshake. Conquest. And, and then, then we, another one comes up. This is Famine. Oh, shake it. Famine. Pestilence. <laughs> and war. And war. I'm sensing a theme here. Mm. Yes, I think the names are very apt, especially for what we're about to do. They didn't want my flower crowns, though. Oh, I tried. But have you noticed? And I point to my hair. I love it so much. The blooms you sent me have preserved well, and in my hair, so where my old red flowers were, are now like a crown of blue flowers, um, of Laura's flowers. I mean, it sounds like you're uh, smiling. So Brasaris must be going well? There are many trials and tribulations, and I don't really think I'm suited to court life. There's a lot of talking involved. Um, I must admit, Yuan Yang does most of the talking, and I stand behind her and look menacing when I need to. Oh, While this is happening, amazing. can I stealthily walk towards the river yeah. and have a little look at it? Stealth check. My passive perception is 20. Yeah. Well, that's, we're gonna see. <laughs> I think you have the highest, so we're going to see if Cam can beat it. Seven. Total? Mm. <laughs> really? You were four. good at sneaking. You're not good at sneaking. I thought you were good at sneaking for some reason. No. I mean, you see Cam just. Quietly walking over towards the river. I mean, it's it's not inherently anything like. I'm gonna dodgy. look at it. Yeah, it looks like water. Ish. It, it is. There is definitely liquid. Mm-hmm. It is green, viscous. And occasionally, you see like a body literally swim past with like a haunted face. Swim past. Ooh. Like kind of be pulled along. I thought you meant like a skeleton's doing a backstroke. No. It's like- <laughs> You've all, y'all, y'all have seen Disney's Hercules yeah. over there. Like, like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Lord of the Rings, the Marsh folk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spirits of the Marsh. I'm going to physically, it's going to be really obvious, me weighing things up in my head. Sure. And then I'm going to start taking my trousers and pants off. <laughs> okay. Cam? Start dipping Cam? them in Cam? the river. Cam? Cam? What do you dip in the river? My trousers yep. and underwear. So you put your trousers and underwear in the river. <laughs> like shit in crosses. Oh, right. I see you're washing. I'm you're washing the. Sh- being responsible, Dad. You make a in the river. You make itself. a dexterity saving throw for me. Uh, see the other rivers around. Oh, can I try and stop this? <laughs> sure. Natural oh. one. Never mind. That's a four. Oh. Can we trade Cam in for someone useful? <laughs> Touches the wood. Oh God! <laughs> oh no. You're putting your trousers. So you're you kind of dipping. Are like, you dipping or are you? No, dunk? I am tensive because I do see all the bodies. Someone in Captain Chat just says, yeah. okay. "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> so you see a man with his butt hanging out, like dipping his clothes and kind of. But you're trying not I'm to. Dip. Dip. It's, it's quite, not twenty as well. Quite <laughs> all right. Okay. 
So you swirl it around for a bit, and obviously. Oh yeah, he did roll a nat twenty. It yeah. was like his, <laughs> oh, his penis god. is huge. Oh uh, god! And you can Sorry, see it's getting rid of whatever trace of soil was in there. Piece of matter. And oh. you kind of pull it back up, and you know they're dripping with this green viscous goo. And as it hits the stone, there is like a, a fizzle sound. Oh. Cam, I can't. Please. I really want you to be dressed right now, but I think that that might hurt you if you put them on. Has anyone got prestidigitation? Presti- uh, presti- no. No. Can, can I just like move him? Just move him <laughs> so away. You, like, you just pick him up and like drag him back. I just want to drag him back. This is terribly, terribly, I left my pants in the terribly river. disrespectful. <laughs> you left your pants in the river, they are gone. <laughs> <laughs> These are souls. You're. Putting your shit in the river of souls. Oh, Why are you I'm so thinking? sorry. I, I thought this would be a really like you know dramatic yeah. mini series. I really just want to write that one. But down. I forgot, Cam. You're putting shit in the river of souls. <laughs> it's not like it's gonna make it any worse. These are souls of of people. Yeah, I lost a part of my soul. Please with that. stop. Please. I've stopped. Cam, Cam. Yeah, you're upset. So you have, you have your stop. trousers, but your pants are gone. Yeah. Please put them back on. Did you're anyone think to, to bring Cam a change of clothes? Yeah. Because honestly, we should, have, we should have thought of it, but he's I a, don't have it. The, um, the he's a grown man. You put, you are you putting so? them on? No, I'm just looking at them. Like, Is how they're okay? wet. They're like You said they were fizzing. Is he real? It's when it hit the stone. There's like almost like a like a steam. Like it's like a it turns into a smoke. Yeah, you don't want to put your genitals next to that. Looks pretty bad. Yeah, no. Maybe maybe not wash clothes in the... In the River of Souls. River of Souls. <clears throat> Very few options. I feel like that shouldn't be a warning that should ever leave anyone's mouth. Never wash your pants in the River of Souls. <laughs> we not have like hey, a Laura, water skin drink. or You hear uh, like the sound of like a, a wood creaking. Can I see where it's coming from? Oh. Yeah, you look behind yes. you and you can see in the distance, it's still a ways away, but you see a long ferry boat mm. with a hooded figure with a long stick and a lantern dangling off the edge of it with a green flame. <laughs> I'm guessing we'd need to board that. Is that um, where we need to go next? Is that for us? Once, first of all, I'm very sorry for Cam disrespecting the souls. I'm very sorry. Just, let's just do this. Oh, wait. Let's just get... <laughs> I'm gonna open my the track. Bone Squad has stood right behind you, and two of them have hands on their sword. Whoa! They're not moving, but they just stood right behind you. If I could interject, can you let Colin and Fred and William or That's whatever? Not their names, Cam. It's not their names. Not their names. If I could interject, Mister Human, I have a gift from you, <gasps> from a Drake. From me? From him? From him? Mm. For you? For me? Yes. <laughs> However, I need you. To look after this. With my life. You I... are not to sell this. Why would I sell it? Because you sold everything else we everything, gave you. Everything. All these magic items you I had, they're gone. Child. The legend of you selling of everything has made it all the way to Brasaris. You do realize it's not a good that we're all rather wealthy now and could help you with this if you just asked us. We could have sent you much coin. I'm fine. I didn't need those old rusty... Little relics dusting up the place. Nimbus? What place? Yeah. They had sentimental value, surely. Sentimental. Regardless, here is <laughs> the armor. Please put it on. Do not sell it. 
Adric will know, and he will not be happy. Quite expensive. Say thanks. It is uh, it is studded leather armor, but clearly made from scales of red dragon hide. Uh, is it from? Has he got dandruff? If you search in your inventory, try it. It's called dragon scale armor. Amazing. So you hear the faint sound of a boat mooring against the pier. Dragon scale. And a hooded figure, gaunt, not skeletal, but deathly gaunt, sunken eyes blazing like flames. Mortal. Do you wish to travel the river? I think that's what we're meant to do. It's the plan. Where's your destination? Um, Where is our destination? Uh, it's in my other notebook. Avernus. Uh, <laughs> Avernus. First layer of the nine elves. Battlefield of the Blood War. Sweet. I heard it's great this time of year. <laughs> Interesting place for mortals to travel. Why? There is a price that is to be paid. An offering must be made for passage. What is his offering? Whatever you offer. Nothing? There's a faint grin, and the eyes burn a little deeper. If you wish to test my patience, the ferryman is willing to accept. Hmm. No. <laughs> no. No. What would be a suitable offering? There have been many. What, what was your favourite? <laughs> oh boy. I mean. Um. You must offer what you think the journey is worth. I mean, it doesn't look like a good carriage. Please stop insulting people. I'd really like to No one else is talking. Just interrupt me at any point. Juto, please help. Oh my goodness. I am so... It's been three years and it feels like it's been three minutes. Honestly, I don't know how I forgot this. Juto, you look great, by the way. I'm loving this flower thing going on. Has the armor covered his groin? (laughs) (laughs) It's got like a leather leather skirt part to it, but it's too short. (laughs) Just uh, Just the tip. uh, It's hanging uh, there. uh, Little hairy legs, like little stick hairy legs, like poke out into his boots. I have traveled. The trousers are still drying. I, I've traveled as clothes, apparently. Like, Welcome to the light That's your clothes. Oh, that's my clothes. Yeah. I forget that then. You I've got traveler's nice. clothes in my backpack. I've just forgotten. I was no, just rubbing her temples. Your clothes. Just rubbing her temples. Alzra. Yes. Do you know what a good offering would be? <sighs> I don't want to give up, you know, my life. I have a short sword. <laughs> Uh, you offer what you think the journey is worth. That's all I can offer. Do not simply think of your material possessions. 
anything can be offered to the fairy man. Can I offer Reynard? Oi. If he is yours to offer. But I, I think so. <laughs> Ownership of his soul. He doesn't own anybody, no. no. Yeah, I'm saying. I would Thank accept you. a soul coin if you have What's those. What's a soul coin? Ah, you have never traveled to the hells before, Elven One. Uh, no. A soul coin is the soul of a mortal pressed into physical form. Oh, great. Why would we it's have used that? as a currency amongst the devils and traders of Avernus. Um, it's a bit much, isn't it? And that is um, the nature of devils. What happens to one of us if we were to offer our souls? Oh, a Please. very grand prize. I mean, we're here to save one. Yeah. Well, I know, but we need to get across that first. It may not be your soul. The ferryman is no devil. It could be a portion of your charms or your intellect. It could be memory, it could be skills in battle, the knowledge of a spell, many things. A treasured heirloom, a magical relic. The ferryman accepts all. <laughs> Kim has handed Mark a sheet of paper. So do you, are you saying that to him? I just wonder what would happen. I mean, you... I can't tell you until... Just a little, just to get me back. I mean, you have to tell him. Like, I can't tell you unless you ask him. Could I offer... for all of us... Yes. ...some years of my life? Do you tell uh, Cunning price to pay for one who does not age. But it is one the ferryman will accept. Wait, what? You're, you're, oh, if God. anyone's going to offer that, it should be me. It might age me. You can't be this desperate to age, Juto. No, you can't Just, do that. Well, as a point, Juto hasn't aged in three years either. Elora and Juto do not look a day different from when you left them. Timeless body, y'all. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Sisters! <laughs> Any years of my life gets me closer to the Raven Queen, so... Sorry. Are you literally making that wailing noise and then Can... caca? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I would suggest that if yourself or the Elven One would make such an offer, the price, the value is diminished because I knew that it does not matter to you. I would offer some years, but I think I've done that the past mm. few years. Mm. Anyway, yes. Servant of the Raven Queen. How about Toll the Dead? I have this, I can give you the spell. Hmm. A suitable payment. You would lose all knowledge and ability to use the spell for the end of your days. What if I have two? <laughs> you it would you wouldn't be able to cast it. <laughs> okay. Like, you would, <laughs> would lose the ability to conjure the same magic. Oh, but this, they're like different... Yeah. One's different Reaper sources. and one's Cleric, yeah. yeah. I know, but... Will more sacrifices need to be made once we cross the river? No. I will take you where you need to go. And where we need to go is to save 
Trelamar, I mean, it makes sense that we give up something. What about one of my most favorite possessions? What about Axel? Powerful relic, a very fitting payment for the ceremony. I could. Is it one give payment it up? that you need from all of us? I will accept the sword in exchange for travel of you all. That seems. I have the the black half blade now, and as much as I love the thing, Trell sacrificed more for us. Trell, uh, Axel, a noble heart. You should be wary in a burner. Such things will do you no good there. Oh no, I plan on being a real dick once I cross. <laughs> Wise decision. The payment and a skeletal hand. Everyone agreed? I'm agreed. I would have given up Nimbus, but I sold it, so. But I would have. Here you go. Goodbye, good Axel. And he tucks it into the folds of his robes. Climb aboard. And I do not recommend you touch the river. It does not do well with mortal minds. Wasn't planned. Wasn't planned. What does it do to mortal minds? Drives them to insanity. Oh, interesting. What does it do to mortal objects? Like clothing, perhaps? It should not affect it if it does not have a mind. I would not touch the water, even if it is on another object. Strong current. Well, it's cheaper than him. Touching that drives it to insanity. Have to pay a whole sword to drive us anywhere. Are you sure you're not already mad? Dad jokes. <laughs> I <don't> guess <laughs> I'll cross into ready the boat. You are. Yep. And you take a seat. As you step on the boat, although it's this kind of rickety ferry, it doesn't move. Like, you expect it to rock and sway, it's perfectly still. Okay. Well, it's safe, everyone. Okay. Payment's made. Round of applause for Thank Rainy. You. Reynard. Still Reynard. I will offer you my protection as we travel the river, but I cannot guarantee that we will not be attacked. The blood war, and he pushes off, and you feel the boat kind of lurch for a second, but then it becomes still as you begin drifting down this swirling river. The blood war rages fiercer than it has before. Zariel is, well, she marches to war against Demogorgon Baphomet, the ancient enemies. It begins just pushing along. As the... As the ferry begins traveling down the river, the scenario, the, the environment changes. Where once there was this gray, misty stone of the demiplane, it warps and changes. And you begin to see from the mist, it becomes this intensely dark cavern, pitch black. Only those of you with dark vision or the tiny glimmer of this green lantern can see. You begin to see uh, stalactites you know, protruding from the ceiling, shapes moving around in the darkness. This is... The mortals call it the Underdark. We will only be here shortly before we reach Avernus. A shortcut through the plains. 
What happens here in the Underdark? Ah, this is the realm of dark elves. And many of the demon lords exist here. The demon princes. Many of them trapped and imprisoned. Trelamar is from the Underdark. Is he? Loth and her servants always scheming in the shadows. Do you remember when we were in a ferry and we had to give up secrets? I do. I remember you trying to listen to mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good times. I don't think I was there. No. Mm. <laughs> you weren't there and you weren't there. About, uh, about an hour goes past. And again, the scenario changes from the darkness, light, bright red and orange. As on either side of the river, endless plains of brown and red dust, amidst swirling sandstorms of ash and brimstone as they scour across the lands, jagged, mountainous-like pillars of dark, twisted stone rise up, and in the air you see swarms of hellish, fiendish creatures careening across the sky, their drone and wail nearly shattering your minds. Ah, Avernus. Oh, good. Great. This place this is amazing. The, the first plane of hell? Yes. The gateway to the Nine Hells. Domain of Zariel the Fallen. Previously belonged to Bell and Dis. But they fell out of favor with Asmodeus. Okay. In the distance you see what could be mountain ranges, but are almost made from the same black obsidian rock. And just these endless expanses of brown red dust. The the air is is there's no ceiling, it's like this almost eternal sky filled with orange and red light. Occasionally you see meteors screaming through the air as they impact into the ground in huge fiery balls. Thick black clouds of ash and smoke swirl around, choking life. But the river, it seems, is fairly protected from these, these effects. It's not long until you begin to hear the sounds of battle. A terrible battle. Thousands, perhaps hundreds of thousands of demons and devils clad in black steel armor clash against each other on the, on the far shores of the river. They scream and tear at each other and they are these huge machines War machines of metal and gears and chains and smoke billowing it into the sky. And the demons and the devils tear at each other with a ferocity like you have never seen. Part of this, as you are trailing through this river and these battles far in the distance, you see in the air flying demons and devils smashing into each other. As as four of them peel away, one being chased by three screaming across the land, flying in your direction. You look up to see uh, a woman with feathered red wings, piercing red glowing eyes with a sword and a whip in one hand and clad in armor, is desperately fighting three vulture-like creatures. Their big vultury wings, long beaks, 
stabbing with spears and shields as the, the all of them together fight desperately. Uh, one of them, the woman impales and then throws to the side, and it begins spiraling down towards you on the boat as you're making your way. Um, the other two begin bickering, and then looking down, another one of these vulture creatures kind of like and begins flying away from the woman as it tears towards your boat. You can see these demons hurtling towards you. You've got a few moments before they arrive. Well, so much for protected. I think we're back on it again. I can't watch these beautiful creatures tear each other apart! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on myself. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you basically have like a round, so if you want to do something. Oh, God. Um... <laughs> Want to cast Animal Friendship? Sure. <laughs> friends! False, friends! Cast False Life on myself. Animal Friends! You cast what level? Uh, level 5. So that's, I think you get like 5 Oh wait, no, I can't, I can't do level 5. Okay. Never mind, I'll do it at level 3. Um, okay, 5 discipline, so that's level 3, so we get 15. So the Black Half Blade... Mm. As a load of charges. Mm -hmm. Destructive wave, did that use six charges on it? Yes. Wow, I already, already expended that one quickly. 18 temp hit points. Um, I'm going to go into fire stance. Okay, so you take a bonus action to enter, you kind of take a more offensive stance. Okay, right, uh, so fire stance for you, you cast false life, you cast shield of faith cam. So, Alora and Reynard, what are you guys doing? I just do a Hunter's Mark on one of them. The closest. There's one which is ahead of the other. Yeah, I'll do okay. a closer one. I'm going to prepare... Is it within 90 uh, Huh? Is yes. it within... Sure. Okay. Well, you can wait. You can basically prepare to cast it as soon as it's been removed. Okay. What are you doing, Laura? Uh, I'm going to prepare to cast Ice Storm. Okay. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. So, well, let's roll initiative then. But, Elora, your Ice Storm is going to go off pretty much straight away. Nice. I'm not using your dice again. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, Elora. Okay. 14. Raynard? 20. Juto? 7. Cam? 11. Alzra? 9. That's a shot. Okay. Uh, so, Elora, let's do your ice storm first. So, you just target it in the area that it's going to like fly through, basically. Yeah. Can, would they both be within that area? It's um, a 20 foot radius. Yeah, sure. We'll say that they are. I don't have a map for this, okay, but we'll just say so, that basically, like so. one of them is kind of spiraled out, gained control, seen you, and is now flying towards you. One of them looked over, saw you, and is now bombing after its friend. So it's a dexterity saving throw. Uh, that is a fourteen and a fifteen. Fail. So, so these creatures, as they're flying through the air, are pelted as you summon this swarm of of ice. So that's eleven bludgeoning damage and. Twenty cold damage. Okay, the the ice as it slams into them, the both the force of the impact and the ice itself seem to be somewhat resistant. These creatures, um, but they they still you know take some blows as they both kind of <laughs> as they fly through it, batting away the ice as it slams into them. Uh, Reynard, you are first up. Uh, are they within 60 feet? I mean, sure. For now, I'll say that, yeah, assume that they're within ranges of stuff. Cool. I will cast Conjure Barrage. Um, so they need to make a dexterity save as I fire out just a ton of arrows. Right, one did a 19. <laughs> uh, one did a 16. 
Oh, is there not three of them? Uh, the other one's not flown down yet. It's still fighting with the armor-clad woman. Uh, half damage then in that case. Okay. So uh, it says here that it does the same damage type as the weapon uh, uses the component. So it's your base so damage. Does D8. that also do the um, no, thunder? No, it won't also do the thunder damage. Damn. Where's our D8? Uh, whatever. Uh, four, three, so seven, and one, so eight. So four. So four damage. That's a good use of a third so level you, <laughs> you pepper the air with all of these uh, bolts from, from your crossbow, and they're multiplied by magic as they send up into the creatures. Again, boom, 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 they're kind of pelted, but they continue their dive bomb towards you. Uh, Elora. I am going to... Um... Expand five charges on the moonbow and cast Conjure Volley with it. Okay. I don't know what that does. You tap it, it should tell you the spell. Okay. But, so, uh... Oh, it's, yeah, basically the same as... Basically the same? Nope. It's a bit more powerful. Each creature in a 40-foot radius, 20-foot high cylinder, centered on a point, must make a dexterity saving throw... The highest one was a 16 and a 14. What's the file? Um, so, 8d8 damage. Whoa. Oh, God. Okay. Wait. No, what? It's dex 15. Yeah. It's DC Is it? 15. Yeah, it's oh. got its own saving throws. It doesn't use oh, yours. Oh, I see. It doesn't use mine. That's no. fine. So, there one failed and half. So, 17, 18, 20. Whoa. Ugh, 28. <laughs> This is a good old roll. Wait, five, six, seven, eight. Nice. <laughs> 46 damage. Yikes. Oh! <laughs> what? <laughs> 88. I rolled really high. Damn. No, no, no. Well, damn, one of them is halved. Uh, so one of them takes the full, but the first one dive bombing down just takes this barrage of radiant energy bolts as Alora just. Pulls one, fires it, and then it multiplies and multiplies and multiplies and multiplies and multiplies and multiplies Whoa. and then surges forward. <laughs> the rock is hit by numerous of these barges, some of them sailing past the second one. <laughs> As it kind of like flaps its its wings and struggling <laughs> down. Okay, yours was cool. Cam Buckland. Oh yeah. How many targets are in my 30-foot range? One for now. Sick. The first <laughs> one is is swooping down. In which case, I will just... I mean, cast. you could just say, I'm going to ready an action until they're both within range. Yes, I'll do that. In okay. which case, I'll cast Bane at uh, second level. Okay, so you can get both of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, Alzra. Um, I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on the first one. Okay. So that's a Wiz 17 save throw. Wisdom. Uh-huh. Oh, it's not very good at that. 14. That's a miss, so you get 2d12 necrotic, necrotic. damage. Yeah. Fourteen. Dong. 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 You kind of like reach up with the the symbol, and this wave of of necrotic energy kind of launches out, strikes the creature. (laughs) (laughs) As it just begins snarling at you. They they dive bomb down. Your spell goes off, Cam. Yeah, so it's charisma saving throw whenever you attack. Charisma. They're awful at that. It fails against a 18. Yep, they both fail. So minus D4. D4, yeah. Okay, one of them, the first one, basically lands on the boat. It doesn't move, but it kind of lands on front of it with all of you around it. 
and it lets out this screech, this kind of I need everybody to make a constitution saving throw. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Nat 20. Oh no. Nat 20. Oh, I got 19. Nine. What'd you get, Cam? Five. You and Elora are stunned until the end of its next go. So you basically lose your turn, unfortunately. Fab. So it's this, this ringing in your ears is so painful. You just, your mind roils. You're unsure what's going on. Mm -hmm. The second one dive bombs. Um, and we'll try and basically slash out towards Laura, sensing that she was the one that captured the barrage. Uh, that is going to be a natural 20, unfortunately. Oh, oh. minus d4. Oh, my god. So it's beak. So it'll be 26. It'll be a 22, so it's still going to hit you, unfortunately. Uh, so that's does that be... Does Bane invalidate So that's 20 points of damage. No, it, does, it can't invalidate a critical hit. Uh, it still also, rolls a 20. It's also it, concentration. Yeah. So it's gone now. Oh, that's right. It's concentration. He's stunned. So you took twenty points of damage. Basically, as this thing bites into you with its with its beak. Um, that's it for those two. Looking up, you watch this iron-clad woman grab one of these things by the beak, ram her sword into its chest, nice. and just rip it apart. Oh. And then she looks down at the other two, and these burning red eyes, this black hair kind of trailing free, and she's just ah, and she flies down. Bombing down towards the other two. I'm about y'all. Oh. It's a good thing I'm already partnered up because, whoo! <laughs> Spicy! Juto, uh, there is now one on the deck of the one ship, the and then one is like hovering, flapping above Elora. Uh, I guess I'll attack the one that's on the ship with the good old attack, extra attack, and a flurry. So. Oh, Garbo. Um, so 12, 9. Uh, what's 12 plus 9? 21. 21. Pits. And then a uh, 14. That just misses. Um, that is so shit. Nine points of damage. <laughs> uh, and four points of fire, four points of cold. But I'm so guessing half, it's... Yeah, so yeah. they're four, so it's four total. So nine plus four, 13. And you wait, said that wait, was wait, the wait, one wait. attacking Alora? It's not four total. I, drew, yeah. I rolled four it's on four the fire. four and then four. And then four, oh, so two. Yeah, so half two each means four damage. For so they're, they're immune to resistant fire. They're immune, they're resistant. Yeah, they're oh. resistant to fire. So. Yeah, these are uh, So that's that, and then I'm going to... And was that the one attacking the Laura? No, the one that's on the deck in front on of On the me. deck, okay, yep. Because um, I probably can't reach the one fighting Laura, can I? You, you'd have to jump up and yes. swing at it. Okay. Me. Yep. Um, so that was my... And then I'm going to flurry. Okay, so, so two more attacks. Ooh. Um, one is a 16 and one is a 23. Hits, both hit. Those rolling really excites me, all right? <laughs> Ooh, Bless you, my chance. Bless you, my chance. It was a 13. I like a 13. <laughs> when we're this high level, any number is just like, meh. Cool. Um, so both are four. Uh, so I rolled two fours plus a five. Is nine plus three each. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Are you mm -hmm. adding five for each individual attack? You should probably roll damage for each individual attack so you don't confuse yourself. So I rolled two fours. So those are the two damages one, one fist, one other fist. Right. But then plus uh, five each. Yep. Four plus five is nine. 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 So, so nine two nines, times 18. two. Two nines, 18. And then, but then I've got, so I've got additional three fire damage. So I guess like that's just one. Doesn't actually matter because it's dead. Uh, <laughs> I just did the math. So you reach up, you spin the ground around, one strike, second strike, and then one final through its chest. 
and you tip it over the side. <laughs> Love <Lovely. laughs> Splash of water into the river as like the body just thump and then. Um, the other one kind of looks around, enraged at you. Cute, cute. Uh, I'm sorry. Boop, 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 boop. She's already gone. Reynard. Um, is it not? Did you not roll on that twenty as well? On your initiative. Oh, no, don't worry. Um, I hunted. Yeah, Alzra told the dead. She's already gone. Oh yeah. I um, Hunter's Mark, the one that's flying, isn't I? Sure. Cool. So you can move. You can move over to the other one. Oh yeah, yeah, of course I can. Um. In that case, I will just double dink that one. Double dink. No sharpshooter, I didn't say it. Damn it. Wish I had. Yeah, I double dink it. Shut up. Double dink. Uh, 18, 30. Uh, both hit, yeah. <laughs> He's so, so excited. I love this crossbow. Um, I mean, I'm glad that he loves it. I'm well, glad yeah. he's having a good Hunter's time. Hunter's mark on both? Uh, you just move over to the other one. One's dead. Do I get the Hunter's mark damage on both shots? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. One, oh, two, three. That's what you get for cackling. Six plus Four. six. So Four. 12 on that one. Oh, that's better. Uh, eight, 14, 16 plus six, 22. Nice. So like a million points of damage. <laughs> the one above the law is kind of slammed back by the force of these two bolts. Um, but it's still flapping. Hey, look this way. Over here. Hey. Um... Just making sure he's not looking the direction of the thing that's currently plumbing towards him. Oh, yeah. Uh, Elora, it would be your go, but you're yeah. currently stunned. Uh, Alzra, nope. Cam, it would be your go, but you're stunned. Alzra, your go. Cool, 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 cool. Stunning um, sucks. I'm sorry. I, don't I got a lot of damage off on that volley. I don't care. I'm going to cast... How far away is the one by Laura? <laughs> it's, it's like 10 feet in the air. 10 feet in the air. Like so the mascot, can like... I reach you with vampiric Ooh. touch? He's like You'd have to like far. make some sort of like jump yeah. to try and grab it. No, why not? Yeah, okay. let's do it. Let's just so jump off and grab it. Check to try and see if you can like jump and slap it. <laughs> Wait, you're slapping it? What? This is vampiric touching. Oh, okay. Yeah, easily enough. Yeah, it's just like a short jump, but you're just—it's more your control, so you don't go over the side. You reach up, and then it's a, a melee touch spell. So yeah. attack roll. Attack roll. Spell attack. Spell attack Ooh. is 9, 9, 10, and 13. That is not enough, unfortunately. Yeah, it kind of like pushes its wings up as it sees you jump and you just... High <laughs> five! I want to touch you. Aww. <laughs> but also take your health. <laughs> <laughs> the creature kind of flaps around, sensing that Allura is kind of no longer a threat. Like, it goes for Reynard having just been shot badly. Flies towards you. Uh, it's going to try and peck you with its beak and then claw you with its talons. Oh, I thought it was going to be <laughs> like <laughs> twenty-two. <laughs> twenty-two. Yeah. Ten points of damage from the beak. Oh. And then a twenty-one. Yeah. Fourteen points of damage as its talons rake against you. Ooh. Okay, I'll reaction shoot it. It is large. Uh, it is next to you, so you have disadvantage. Uh. Twenty. Still hits. He <laughs> <laughs> rolled a seven. Uh, 1d8, 2d6. <clears throat> 6, 9, uh, 11, 17. No. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Another, like, slam I'm into its chest. <laughs> You're Juto. so happy. Um, can, can I attack it? Is it within range? It's 10 feet up in the air. I guess I'll have to... I mean, it actually, it would be within 5 feet reach of Reynard now, so... No, you can attack it. Okay. 
I guess I'll do the same thing as the last turn then. So just make a bunch of attack rolls. Yeah, just yeah. I do recommend rolling your damage separately because you've got a lot of stuff okay. to add. So. Um, I have rolled. Uh, math. Um, twenty-five hits and a. Twenty-two. Twenty-three Three. hits. Woo! Okay. The eight plus two six. Five, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So twelve on one hit plus uh, six fire and three cold. So. Oh, first one, yeah. Oh, it would yeah. be halved, but by the time you hit with the second one, this thing's going to be dead. You kind of again, like, kind of seeing Reynard strike. You jump up, one big slash cuts one of its wings off. It kind of spirals, oh. and then as it's plummeting down, you just one hand spear it as it just. Oh, I've missed that. Um, uh, Elora and Cam, you both kind of come to um, enough time to basically see this red feathered winged woman kind of like throw her wings up as she stops just in front of the ferry and looks down seeing the dead bodies and then her eyes turn on the rest of you mortals you stole all my kills Sorry. What business do you have here in Avernus? Uh, we're seeking a lost friend. <sighs> Pitiful. I should have known. Ferryman, are these people under your protection? They are. They have paid the price, Irenus. <sighs> and you are safe for now. I can't kill you for your insult. I suppose you have some strength if you can slay these wretches. Could say that. So, who are you searching for? And she just begins flying alongside the ferry, uh, kind of watching you. Who's asking? An Iranese of Zariel. God, it means nothing. It means absolutely nothing to me. Ferryman, help. If you are intending to try and incite my rage because you're under the ferryman's protection, do keep in mind I can just wait for you to get to be very boring though, you'd be missing out on killing so many other vultures. Oh, I'm not so foolish as to believe that. There are plenty of rocks. There's one behind you right now! To kill. Not, uh, she didn't notice. Mm-hmm. I could have been dead. Just, I haven't tasted mortal flesh in some time. And you shouldn't, because yeah. honestly, mostly fat, quite delicious. Mm. Roasted human, gluttonous humans are quite delicious. Pretty gross. Yeah, this one's coated in some extra taste. I don't think you'll like it. He is quite wretched. <clears throat> so, you're seeking a lost companion, are you? Some poor soul who got dragged down to hell. How noble. Uh, uh, yes, um... Yep. In our defence, on the insult to you, very sorry about that, by the way, but they did fly at us. To attack us. Yes. So... They are wretched creatures fueled by nothing but hatred and carnage and rage. They have no control. I thought that I might have an honourable battle against all three of them, but... Changed that. Well, they saw weaker prey, so thought to kill you first. But you handled yourselves quite well. You know, there's always... Are you praying? Are you doing the pain and panic? We are worms! <laughs> she like looks over and she's like, you know, there is always a use for powerful mortals. The servants, the warlords of Avernus, are always looking for talented individuals. 
God, I'm out of that kind of business, that's for sure. Oh. Well, you know, if you need help finding your fallen friend, there are many of us who would be willing to offer assistance. And what is the price? <laughs> Let us just say, how about I help you once, no price. But if you ask for my help again, then we can discuss terms. You're going to squish me down to this little soul coin thing and then just <laughs> pay for food with me? I mean, if you trade me your soul, I could. But I imagine you would need to be dead for me to make a soul coin from you. That is Although that can be arranged, wretched worm. I'm a grin and I'm not a worm. <laughs> my name is Kalisa. Mm -hmm. If you find yourself near near an altar of Asmodeus, if you speak my name, I shall come to you. Okay. And the first time is free? Well, it depends on what you ask, but if it is, is merely information, I'm happy to provide it. Hmm. Well, and at least I can point you in the right direction. You seem little lost lamb. Shall we ask her now? I mean, Aww. there's a lot of ground to cover. Um, tons of it, actually. So I suppose. Um, really, maybe not trust. I mean, do you, you just suggest that he? Oh, me? you most certainly can't trust me. But we're devils. We work to the letter of our agreements. I have told you that there will be no cost for the first piece of information I provide. And I am stuck to, I am determined to my word. A devil who breaks his contract. Oh, no, 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 no. Asmodeus would not allow such a thing. I would be severely punished to break a contract, to break word. Asmodeus. Interesting. Mm. Sounds like a nice no. fella. First oh, one's the Lord of the Hells. He's the one that, and I'll whisper this so that she doesn't hear. You know, that's the one that did the thing. I'll explain later. Or Trelimar. Yes. Oh, Charlie Belly. Yes. Big T dog. Yes. She's watching them, whispering. They do oh, this. I all. love your mortal secrets. They're delicious. Well, demons to kill. And she kind of. Remember, Kalisa. Speak my name, and I'll come to you. And she flies off back towards the battles. Can't trust. We've, we've met one demon so far. Can't trust anyone. Honestly, a, I'm starstruck. That was the devil. Yeah. So you know the difference. Devil light difference. Either way, we can't just. She's clearly. They are trustworthy days. to a point. They work by the letter of the law. If she says the first question is free, she means it. Yes, but who is she going to go and tell the information to that we are asking about? It's mm, a good point. Well, that's the thing. However, where are we to go? I intend to take you to the Iron Port. There are some of your kind there, mortals, but many devils as well. Are they distinguishable? Oh, yes. Good. We'll ask a mortal. We can start there, but she, she did tell us her name so that if we should need her help, then we can. But I think let's assess when we arrive first. One thing. Here... A soul is not a thing to be joked about, mm. Cam Buckland. <laughs> not. Do not. A joker. Do not mm. antagonize the devils and demons and joke about your soul. 
I am here for Trelamar alone. I don't miss this. Yeah. If you barter your soul away for a joke, I'm not gonna barter away. I'm very clever. You need to I've learn to hold your tongue. Otherwise, you will face my wrath. Such a dad. I am being very serious. Me too. I mean, I'm dumb. I get it. You know. Can't really take him seriously because he still doesn't have any pants on. Just don't look down. Why are you oh, drunk all the time now? Huh? It's, I can I'm smell it on you. I'm building up tolerance. What if I'm challenged by a devil to drink? I'm going to be. Whilst the best this is going on, does anyone have any questions for the ferryman? As you are travelling. Um, should we ask him about, you know, as Cam said, T-Dog? <laughs> we don't know if he's going to carry the information forward. He's a ferryman. He talks to all types. Ferryman, do you know anything of Trelamar Leith? Okay. Affairs of devils and mortals is not for a ferryman to know. My job is to take those who seek passage along the river and to accept their prize. Their offering. That is all. I'm afraid I cannot help you. Have you come across a mask? A mask of... It, it has eyes. It has three gems on it. Silver. Shakes his head. I have not. I have accepted many masks as payment over the eons. But not one that you describe, nor the one that you seek in your heart. Um... Does my payment... Was that a return journey kind of thing, or...? Great, okay, so we'll need to find some payment for the way back, too. It is difficult to travel back up the river. I would suggest you find an alternative way to leave Avernus. What sort of alternative? I'm afraid that is not for me to know. Right, what? Clean our travel. Come on. I mean... Yeah. I thought you were... The the steward. I mean, we, we could have just plane our travel into Avernus, right? It didn't work. We had to do this entire journey. Ahead of you, you begin to see the shapes of a port town attached to this river, the River Styx. Its piers are not made of wood and stone, but of black iron and chains. You can see on spikes the bodies of tortured mortals in permanent agony. Of course we can. Devils fly in the sky above. There are towers. Amazing. Towers adorned with skulls. The Iron Port. Is this our stop? It is. Great. It's beautiful. I was hoping it was a little further and it was for the flowers, but no. It's this one. Good I luck. can make some flowers of you. I think we're going to need some colour. Good luck, mortals. You will need it. And with that, we're going to finish up. <sighs> finish up this Dark. first episode of Lightfall's Descent. You are in hell. Where it's not going to be a picnic. Uh, hey, thank you guys for watching this brand new High Rollers miniseries. Yeah. Uh, ten episodes. As the crew descend into Avernus and get embroiled in the events going on here. We hope you've enjoyed it. You can check out our regular show every Sunday, 5pm BST, twitch.tv forward slash Jogscast. We'll be back next week. Yep, I think we're yep, back next week. Yep, yep, uh, for more of High Rollers Descent. We hope you enjoyed it. Please let Wizards know if you've enjoyed it. Clip yeah. your favourite bits. Send it to them. We'll see you then. Thanks Bye!
Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Lightfall The Descent. Once again, a massive thanks to Wizards of the Coast for making this possible. This series will return next week as we settle into a super edgy village on the edge of Avernus. We'll see you then. Thank you.